Donald Trump, in some ways, is this total extension of all of these things that we've been talking about. You know, you can see how the Reagan strategy of dog whistling about race is just what Donald Trump does, except he doesn't try to hide it. He's very open about how he feels about race. Although, you know, Trump's focus on race is mostly focused on immigrants, um, whereas previous generations were more focused on black people. Um, although certainly Donald Trump has spent a lot of his career saying stuff about and discriminating against black people. Uh, and, uh, you know, most notably the president of the United States, who's birth certificate launches his career. Um, and, but the Republican Party is, this, is in this strange position because they have been, for years, the party of business that wants to see low taxes and um, small government and who have basically made a deal that says we're going to appeal to the Southern silent majority or we're going to appeal to the evangelical Christians and we're going to try to do symbolic things against immigrants or against abortion or against gay people. And, um, but that the core of their ideology is not that. Um, the core is the same sort of free market stuff that has been pushed back to Coolidge. But that platform isn't that popular, particularly in like a post, you know, Great Recession time. And so here's Donald Trump taking all of the things that they've kind of used as a strategy to win and making it the core of his campaign. Now, the question we face now is what parts of that are actually going to be part of this president. And many people felt that it was just a show, and yet in office so far, what we've seen is the most aggressive anti-immigration stance since Calvin Coolidge, uh, perhaps more so. And that's where you have to start wondering whether also Donald Trump is not a Republican, you know? And it's, I mean, it's, it's hard for me already to like wrap my brain around how strange what's happening is because it felt so impossible to many of us during the campaign. And of course, part of the story of America now is that we've become very geographically divided based on our political positions. Here we are in Manhattan, where over 90% of people voted for Hillary Clinton. And we, if we go a certain number of miles that way, we'll end up with the reverse. Um, but there's also an extent to which Donald Trump is not about like our long-term political trends. It's also about these trends about how we relate to the media and about what we expect from our presidents. And some of them are very familiar. And some of them, I feel like, are of the internet more than anything and can only exist within this world where our sense of who we are as a country has become 
really fractured. And part of what makes the president an important figure is that they try to represent what the mood of the country is. And so many of these people that we've talked about have represented some large feeling that voters have. And, you know, you could say that what Donald Trump represents is a huge backlash against an economy that has become so rigged in favor of the rich and a backlash against the crumbling of the white patriarchy. So you elect a guy who's the most symbolic of that old white patriarchy, who is of the generation that was used to living in segregation and who built you know, apartment complexes and tried to prevent people of color from living in them? Or is he representative of the era of reality television where we just want to be entertained and where our politics have become so divorced from our actual daily lives and where the, the institution of the presidency, which a few generations ago had this detachment from the day-to-day reality of how people felt, you know? Uh, But through FDR and then Kennedy and all these people who are like, the president is coming more and more into your house and is becoming more and more a part of your day-to-day life. Like now what percentage of the content that people consume on a day-to-day basis is about President Donald Trump? Um, Is that really what this presidency is about? It's about us becoming really personally involved in the presidency, you know, where on social media, celebrities are our friends or our enemies. And like Donald Trump is just like another one of those things. Um, In any of these cases, I think there's a real danger that this is by far the president with the least understanding of our history and of our constitution, most importantly. Because the thing that's been true through all 45 of these presidents has been that it's operated under this constitutional system, which we've seen has again and again been violated, sometimes like Andrew Jackson, uh, just openly violated. Um, But we're not a country that, at least I don't think, can ultimately be tied together in the way that some other countries are by like shared heritage. Though we are a country with, you know, a long history of white guys being in charge of everything, it's not really enough to make us continue to be a country. And so my feeling is that what lets us continue to be a country is a shared constitution and a shared set of rules even if we don't have a shared set of values at all times, just a shared set of like the way that those disagreements about values will be decided is through this whole system. And so far, the Trump presidency has been defined by the judicial branch and the executive branch facing off against each other and by a media environment that's unlike anything that anyone's ever seen before. And I really hope that we have a lot more presidents. But I've felt fear that we won't. Or that, at the very least, we'll never have presidents like we did before again. 
That's such a dark way to end it. Sorry, it's 2017. Do you want me to do an inspirational ending instead? Yeah, do the alt ending. <laughs> okay. I think America needs to really face up to what we think about the president. That's why I actually think it's worthwhile to sit and talk about all the presidents. Um, although maybe the fact that we just spent this many hours of our lives talking about the presidents is also like a weird indictment of what we should be talking about. Like what if instead, I like I kind of, I, it's like, well, what is the other version of our history? And maybe having Donald Trump be the president is a good reminder for us that like we shouldn't put the president on this weird pedestal that like if this doesn't remind us that the president is a human being who can make a lot of mistakes and can mess things up and who sh cannot be put in a position to represent all of Americans. If, if we say that whoever the person is who holds that office represents all of us, then our whole history is a bunch of really powerful white guys and Barack Obama. Which is, you know that that's not what I feel because you've heard me talk about all of these different white guys and how different and interesting they are. But at the end of the day, like, I still have a lot of faith in the country. And I actually think that it's in times of really serious dark crisis that we wake up and pay attention to what's happening to the country. And to the extent that we're overly obsessed with the president, well, maybe it's good that the president is someone right now who's going to make us look not at any random things, but at some of the most important things. We are going to have, our generation is going to have to face up to white supremacy. Our generation is already having to face up to what it means to have a president who's been really anti-feminist. And so our generation is going to be more feminist than previous generations. And we will be defined by how we respond to this. And the next president will be someone who emerges in part out of this time, out of Donald Trump. And I think it's going to be an amazing person. I hope. Congratulations. You have reached the end of all the presidents, man. Thank you to my friend Will for sharing what he teaches his students with all of us, the bands Lolitone and Stellwagen Symphonette for their music, the artist Taylor Ashton for the cover art, and Jacob Bloomberg for his advice along the way. I hope you learned something and keep in touch.